What's up, my podcast listeners? This is your host, Rafael Matuszewski, and we're going to get right into it today, and we're going to continue um, going into the rabbit hole of looking at the benefits of kettlebell carries and other exercises that I tend to use quite a bit with um, clients and patients when it comes to rehab, strength, stability, you name it. Um, to kind of continue our conversation we had last time because a lot of people reached out um, asking about specific things that they could use for their own programming or you know they had a certain individual they're working with and they're like they have this thing what should i do so we're going to kind of explore that a little bit more um, going into this episode um so for those who are listening i'm going to try to be as descriptive as possible when it comes to um this whole topic because ideally you would be um watching this then just listening so if you have the time or anything like that 100 percent uh i would try to uh watch this episode so hit the show notes and watch it on youtube and I apologize with the quality of this video because I have a MacBook that's from 2017. I've had this guy for a while and the camera is just not where it is compared to say the newest iPhone or whatever other camera thing. So maybe one of these days I'll try to upgrade my, my setup, but, uh, it is what it is right now. Um, we're going to get right into it. So let's kind of review what we did last time. So we looked at pharma carries, uh, single arm pharma carries, bottoms up, uh, front rack, double rack, and there's so many other kind of carry variations. So without getting into videos, um, some of the carries that I really like doing is um, a trap bar farmer carry. So if you have a trap bar or a, um, I can't even remember what they're called, but it's like a trap bar, but it has no backing. So you could actually like, if you wanted to do like walking lunges or split squats with them, whatever it is. Um, but the farmer carry with the trap bar, one of my favorites, cause you can really load it. Um, sometimes it's just easier than like grabbing two dumbbells or two kettlebells. Um, it's a little bit more stable, in that regard. So you could load it more. So if you were really focusing on, uh, improving grip strength, for example, um, this is where it would come in handy quite a bit is, um, loading the trap bar and, you know, say you're already deadlifting 225, like you could literally put 225 on the trap bar and do a carry or even just an isometric hold. Right. So a lot of people, who have trouble trying to deadlift heavy. Like most of the time you're just trying to rep out. So an easy way to improve on grip strength is why not like a deadlift and hold the top position for like, Oh, 45 to a minute. Like that could be a easy way to bust through any kind of plateau that you might be, um, hitting right so sometimes it's just like you can use the same stuff that you're already doing 
but thinking outside the box. And this is where I kind of get annoyed when I see um, trainers online, in person, whatever it is, where they're literally trying to reinvent the wheel constantly, right? They like literally look for anything flashy. They look for anything that's new. But a lot of times it's like, there's been stuff around for centuries and people have been getting stronger, faster, leaner, you name it. But they just, you know, thought of like, how else could I use a barbell? And then like the number one thing that comes to mind is like, um, you know, when the landmines started getting really, really popular, right? So how many exercises have people invented with a landmine now? Whereas previously barbells were just used for back squats, deadlifts, snatches, cleans, bench press, right? So all one person or a couple people kind of came up with is like, what if we put the barbell into a corner and now we have a different angle of a press, a squat, a deadlift, let's do single leg stuff. Like, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Like all the pieces are there. So why not like use them? Right. So a good example right now is I'm going through a kettlebell uh, program for the PPSC. And there's a lot of movements in there that I have seen online, but I haven't really tried before. And kettlebells have been around forever. And here's just a different movement pattern. Here's a more of a rotational reverse lunge with a kettlebell like it's not rocket science like it's quite easy to use the same tools that have been around forever and just put a little flair to it and now you have a different stimulus and that's how you're going to break through any kind of plateau and break through any kind of you know you know i'm not progressing or i'm kind of getting bored with my um program what else can i do rather than going down the rabbit hole of like, I need, I don't know, six different exercises where I'm holding this thing and that thing. And I'm on a BOSU ball. Like you don't need that stuff, like small little changes. Right. And here, here's a great example. And um, I filmed the video, but I haven't uploaded it to my YouTube yet, but something as simple as like a goblet kettlebell reverse lunge, right? Like, how many times have most people have done reverse lunges, right? But something as simple as like, as you come back, you're going to add a rotation that's also loaded, right? And I'm not going super heavy, but it's just enough to fight going into excessive rotation. So now I have a core exercise and also challenging my legs. And because I need to rotate you know, smoothly, so I'm not flopping all over the place, the exercise now becomes slower. So now we're playing with tempo and then I want to rotate to a position where I can, you know, solidify myself. And that's going to be again, an isometric most likely at the bottom of my um, lunge. So a lot of times it's just, you take the stuff that you're already doing and you add a little twist to it and you start seeing progress, you know, like, I always make this example of like powerlifters and um, Olympic weightlifters. They have like three or four lifts that they do all year round, but they somehow get stronger and stronger. And yes, they repeatedly do those things, but they also add other stuff, right? Like powerlifters have the back squat. They definitely do barbell split squats. They definitely do front squats. They definitely do 
a landmine goblet squad. Like those little changes push through a lot of those things that you're struggling with. But I'm kind of getting on a tangent here. So we're going to get back into this whole idea of carries. So we kind of talked about the trap bar. That's how I got off topic. We talked about the trap bar. Um, the other thing too is you can even do, um, let's do a screen share. Here we go. I'm going to just quickly type in. This is a good time to tell you that if you have not subscribed to my YouTube channel, 100% you should. All right. Actually, here's another thing I want to show. So another variation that I really like, um, especially for those who don't have a lot of... Every 20 oh, seconds, yeah. a new business gets it. Take off my sound here for YouTube. Um, but I might need sound for this. Anyway, um, something as simple as a standing farmer carry. So I have one kettlebell, so I'm fighting anti-lateral flexion, right? Great exercise, but now you know, like there's so many other variations that we already looked at. So one, this is a great exercise if you're strapped for space and you are say working out at home. So like this little area, and for those who don't know, my place flooded and I'm still not back home. Probably going to be until the summer and I get back home. But this little area, like this is like little, like a small little hallway from my like master bedroom. And it's, it was like always an empty space. So I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to make this into my um, workout area. And then I have like a workout mat here. That's like six by eight, maybe. And have all my kettlebells and everything, right? So like, I want to do carries at home. Sure, I could like maneuver my way around the house, but if I wanted to still challenge the stability, then I can just do a march, right? Still time under tension, still, you know, improving on um, those asymmetrical things that most people don't focus on. So now that we know we have like the standard farmer carry, we have a single arm, we have front rack, like I'm doing in this video, we have double. Now you can throw that into a march, right? So say you've done all those carries variations and you're getting bored, do a march with hip flexion. So if you think about getting into this position, transitioning to make sure you don't fall and holding this, like that's going to smoke you pretty quick, right? So again, now think about double rack, offset rack, whatever it is, or even going into like an overhead position, those kind of things are going to definitely challenge you a lot. Um, here's another one. I believe we did not look at this one because there's a lot of variations. So number one, when we get into these carries, I'm going to go back. One, when I try to utilize kettlebells for carries, because I absolutely love them, but um, the big thing here is in order to get a heavy enough kettlebell up here, you want to be able to somewhat know how to swing and clean. Because a lot of times when people don't know how to clean a kettlebell up, they end up doing this weird like bicep curl to get it in. 
and you can get away with it with like kettlebells. Sure. You can just like flick it up there, but when you get heavier and you try to do that weird, like bicep curl, you're going to end up hurting the medial side of your elbow rotator cuff, like deep into that glenohumeral joint. It's not going to feel that great. So I highly recommend that you guys learn how to kettlebell clean to do say this variation. So I'm going to clean it up and then I'm going to go pick up another one. So now I have two different loads. So I have a 16 kilo here and a 24 kilo here. And this is definitely challenging. You know, uh, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but something as simple like this is going to really challenge you. Like I love using this kind of um, movement for any other like kind of filler exercise or even at the end of the workout um, or in the beginning of the workout where we're focusing and placing an emphasis on core. But uh, yeah, this is definitely a advance um, variation. And a question that I get a lot is, can I use dumbbells for sure? You can set up one, um, dumbbell up here and one down here. No problem if you don't have kettlebells, but the thing that I always bring up is like, you know, a kettlebell can do everything a dumbbell can and more, but a dumbbell can't do everything a kettlebell can. Right. And I like the fact that kettlebells are not evenly distributed with weight by their design. So now you have to work a little bit harder in order to stabilize the body in that position, right? So if I'm looking to burn fat, gain muscle, burn calories, whatever it is faster than what I used to do for workouts, then kettlebells become kind of far superior and we'll eventually get into sandbag stuff. Uh, my gym does not have um, sandbags, but I'm going to look to purchase my own and start utilizing them in my workouts. Um, but that's another thing where it's a variable resistance where the sand moves and in order to stabilize, you need more muscle fibers to counterbalance any kind of shift in weight. So you end up using more energy and you're going to lose fat faster and you're going to gain muscle faster. So those are like the two things I really like when it comes to conditioning and uh, fat losses, kettlebells and sandbags. Um, so let's kind of move on here and show you more examples of what you can do. Uh, da, 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 da. We went over this. So here's like a waiter carry. We didn't go over this for sure. So if we did it on the last one, um, I apologize, but check out my old gym guys. This is what was my first gym that I owned. So this is just an overhead waiter carry. So this is just a plain walk and I'm using a dumbbell and check out that hair. You guys love it. I miss my long hair. Um, okay. I'm going to freeze frame right here. So again, dumbbell, um, kettlebell, whatever it is, great, great shoulder stability exercise. And because it's single arm and um, overhead, that's going to require so much so shoulder stability. Again, word of caution, um, I don't give this specific exercise to a lot of people because most people that I work with don't have the greatest shoulder mobility. Um, so I would be kind of just giving them the exercise for the sake of getting the exercise in. 
So for those who are advanced, who have really good shoulder mobility, can move their shoulders in so many different planes of motion, 100%, this would be great. Um, if I was thinking someone specific, someone that's you know trying to, I don't know, get their rock climbing game up, um, any overhead athlete, like this would definitely help. Um, and also same thing, go in an inline, do a march. Like there's so many different ways to do this. Um, you could go to like, I've seen, you know, double kettlebell overhead walks. Like why not? Um, I remember when I did my, um, RKC, um, with our competition, like, um, the bell that you use for, um, testing. So for me, it was a 24 kilo. Remember we had to like single arm farmer carry around the gym a few times, then switch same thing. And it was just brutal, brutal. But these are the kind of variations that will just smoke you. Um, let's see if I have any other carry variations. Yeah. So farmer carry, check this out. Oh, 2015. This is like literally the year that I started filming exercises and posting them on YouTube. But um, we're going to kind of move our focus a little bit more. Um, and for those who are just watching right now, um, here's my part one, episode 515. Definitely hit that up um, if you want to kind of get the basis of what we're talking about today. Um, that being said, we're going to go into a couple of other exercises Um with kettlebell specifically that I use a lot. And the first one that I want to go into, depending on how long I talk about it is the kettlebell arm bar. Um, so I have a few variations here. So maybe we're going to end up just talking about the arm bar. Um, let's go into this one. Hopefully if I know myself well enough, I'm going to show variation. So first of all, the kettlebell arm bar is probably my favorite shoulder stability exercise. Now, when it comes to teaching the arm bar, the biggest thing is people don't have enough core stability to just roll over. So I actually really like utilizing this exercise because not only do I have an exercise that's going to work shoulder stability. It's also going to help teach the person how to create rotary stability because in order to roll over or to walk opposite hand and leg, that's all rotary stability. And what better way to do to train that is finding an exercise. And again, I brought this up is like, I love finding exercises that targets two or three more things that most people suck at. Right? So, something like the arm bar where I'm working rotary stability, core stability, and shoulder stability, like it becomes this amazing, amazing exercise. So the kettlebell arm bar, it's a similar setup to a Turkish getup, but instead you have um, the straight leg straight in front, not a 45. The other arm is above the head and not down to the kind of like a 45. And the key here is watch how I roll over. This is the, literally the hardest part of the arm bar. And I roll to here. So, okay, I did do the thing that I was hoping I did. So this is the kettlebell arm bar, first variation. What we're doing here is because I have this kettlebell on the 
opposite side of my forearm here, it's pulling me back this way. And in order for me not to fall over and roll back onto my back, my hand is squeezing the kettlebell as hard as possible and I'm stabilizing. Well, there you go. Um, here my head is resting on my bicep and I'm not looking at it. A lot of times when people do an armbar or even Turkish get up at a certain point before you transition, like your eyes are always looking at it. And what happens is if I'm constantly looking at the kettlebell, I know where it is. But if I look forward this way, now I don't really know where it is. And now my shoulder stabilizers have to do a little bit more work to keep it where it is without it kind of flopping everywhere. As I get better at this, a simple change is you close your eyes. Because when you close your eyes, now you don't know where the kettlebell is in space and time, even though you're not looking at it. So now that's going to cause more like, oh shit, I need to stabilize. That I absolutely love. Now, what if I was an individual that was hypermobile and super gumby and they've been doing kin stretch forever and they want to make this harder on top of closing the eyes and everything like that. So a simple thing is I'll slide my leg and drop my hip to the ground. So now I'm working a little bit more rotation. I'm getting some hip action, some QL stuff and really challenging the entire body. Totally random thing. I want to point out these converse, I wish they made them still. Um, one, they don't have their slip-ons. There's no laces. And I, I'm pretty sure I had these for like a good five years. And I used to wear these every single day. They were absolutely my favorite shoes. They don't make them anymore. Yeah, I'm sad about it. Anyway, um, arm bar. Some of the variations that I really like about this when people want to challenge their um, stability is kind of similar to our farmer carries. Um, we can get into a bottoms up arm bar. So we are going to watch that one. Come on YouTube. Here's another example of how my workout space looks like. It's not that big. There you go. We got the rule and we're holding. So very simply here, bottoms up position. This is challenging. I've yet to find someone who will go heavier than a 12 kilo. Like I have here on a bottoms up arm bar. Like this is the thing is like a lot of times the biggest, um, pain point for a lot of people with kettlebells or just training in general is that they don't have one, the money to invest in a whole set. So you have to get kind of, um, what's it called? Uh, creative, kind of like what we were talking about earlier about breaking through plateaus. So if I wanted to find an exercise to help me with my grip strength and also work on rotary stability, shoulder stability, just everything, the bottoms up kettlebell arm bar is where it's at. This for sure is going to be challenged. So even for me, like you can see how it's shaking. Look, look, look how much I'm fighting this. And I'm also going to try to do the other side. So that's the other thing too, is like, it's kind of hard to set up and look at me just shimmy over, <laughs> but like, yeah, rolling over, getting into that position and look at, look how challenging, challenging this is. I'm fighting hard for it. So 
if you had a client or a um, even for yourself. So I'm going to stop the screen share so we can just chat. Um, even for yourself that you're trying to find something that's going to be challenging. You want a good um, way to improve grip strength, like arm bar or um, bottoms up. Great. Like with the bottoms up position, I you, you usually use with people anywhere from an eight kilo to a 12 for the arm bar. It's anywhere from a 10 kilo to a 16 kilo. Like I've played around personally with like a 20 kilo kettlebell, but after a while it's like, you don't really have that much of benefit in my opinion that going from a 16 to 20. And if I close my eyes, the 16 is like moving all over the place, or it's just easier to grab like a 10 kilo and go bottoms up. Same thing. Um, it all kind of depends on what you have for, um, equipment available. So I think I'm going to end it there. Um, I talked about a lot of things today and kind of finished utilizing the arm bar, but maybe what I can do is another episode on kettlebells in general of the exercises that I really like using, um, with clients myself or how you would program, um, you know, for a kettlebell specific workout maybe. Um, but I've been kind of looking back at a lot of episodes that I've done in the past and I want to bring up a couple, um, topics that I've done only one episode on and kind of expand on it maybe. So, um, keep an eye out for that. Um, so I'm going to end up there, hit me up on the show notes, add me on Facebook, add me on Instagram, um, subscribe to my YouTube channel. We're almost at 400 subscribers, which is amazing. So let's continue pushing that as much as possible. Um, if you haven't subscribed already, please do. That's lots of tutorials, lots of exercise selection stuff that you can utilize for yourself and a lot of podcast episodes like i've been doing this a long time so there's a lot of information that you need to catch up on um that's it for me you guys thank you so much for listening or watching uh until next time you guys